You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I am your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Ramore, and I'm really happy to be back. I mean, it's been a hot minute since I've recorded a podcast. I know some of you have been reaching out, asking for when new episodes are going to drop. And I'll just be honest, truthfully, I did not have the capacity. So November, December, going into the holidays, my plan was to start back up the podcast the beginning of January. That obviously has not happened because here we are in April. And you know what? I'm okay with that. And that's really what I wanted to talk to you all today about is really navigating change. Because when we have change in our life for whatever reason, you know, could be a family, something happening in your family, could be a job change, could be just your kids growing up and entering a new phase of parenting. There's so many different ways that we change and grow and evolve as humans that to think that it's not going to have a financial impact to us is kind of crazy. So I think navigating change is a great place to start. I mean... Where do I want to start? Okay, so let's back up a little bit because a lot has happened. So uh, some of you may know this, uh, but I also have a financial planning side of the business. So while I love to help people with their cash flow, once we get that all sorted out, we have extra dollars to put towards somewhere. And so oftentimes we're looking at wealth protection, we're looking at wealth accumulation strategies. And so in that vein, I really wanted to do some more training and some more just just studying I think it's it's always good to you know grow in your field and uh, I was really fortunate to to get teamed up with an amazing organization and so I started some advanced training on the financial planning side of my business and I really immersed myself into that I'm still going through the training but I do have a little bit more capacity and and that's you know really what's been what's been going on As a business owner, it did feel a little bit like I was taking two steps back, if I'm being completely honest, uh, you know, to make space for all that training and and doing some more advanced stuff, advanced work with clients. I was just really worried that I wasn't posting regularly and I, you know, wasn't having the podcast episodes drop every week. And I got really worried about the business that I'd been building for the last few years. Um... But something really beautiful kind of has happened in the last few months. I realized that a lot of things I thought I wanted, I actually don't want. <laughs> so that's always good. a good observation is, is to really lean into being curious about different things that are going on. Is that really what I want? You know, stepping back a little bit into that corporate world and feeling like the 60-hour work weeks again and, and just not really having control over my calendar that was all, you know, lessons to me. And I really feel like I needed to experience that in order to figure out what I didn't want. And I think that's really true with our money too, right? Sometimes we have to make some mistakes to realize, oh, that didn't feel good, or that's not really what I want. Um, And so I'm really trying to see the, the beauty in, 
in all of the change because uh, there has been a ton. There has been a ton. And one of the things that I really noticed was in the last three years of building my business that I really was putting myself last. I was working a lot, um, really trying to have a good balance in terms of, you know, not working super late and, and really giving myself space. But what suffered was me and what suffered was my health. I wasn't putting, you know, I wasn't making my health a priority. I stopped working out. I stopped really eating well. Not to say that I was eating, not eating great, you know, and, or eating bad by any means. I was still eating, you know, very nutritious meals, but I probably wasn't eating enough. Um, I would go all day without eating or drinking really water. And something as simple as just drinking enough water and just really being mindful of some of those things has really helped me in the last, the last quarter. So I'm, you know, I'm really thankful for, for the, the step back. Uh, because I think that sometimes you do need to take a couple steps back before you can before you can move forward. So in this episode about navigating change, I wanted to share with you three things that I really experienced during the last quarter, the last three months, and in hopes that it will help you in some way if you are in a season of change yourself. So the first the first idea or tip, I guess, is to really control what you can control. Um, there's a lot that we can't control right now. You know, there's interest rates, there's a recession, you know, there's grocery store prices and our kids' behavior and, you know, the way our partner comes home from work and, you know, our moods and how much sleep we got. There's, there's a lot that's outside of our control, but there's also a lot that's within our control. And I really have made a conscious effort to look at the things that I can control and really start to turn the dial on a few things. So what can I control? I can control if I meal prep or not. I can control if I'm making a grocery list before going to the grocery store. I can control what time I go to bed, what time I shut my phone off. Although those are really ingrained habits for a lot of us and sometimes those are the hard ones it's easier said than done, right? It's easier. It's easy to say, oh yeah, I'll go to bed by 10 o'clock every night. And then at 1030, you find yourself scrolling something on Facebook, right? So I know we've all been there and it's definitely something that I struggle with as being somebody who I guess identifies more as a night, a night owl than an early bird. But what I've realized is that that's just a story I'm telling myself, right? I, I actually love sleep. I don't know when that I don't know when that shift of like staying up late and that badge of honor really shifted, but I just like, when I get to bed early, it's like so amazing. It's so, so, so amazing to get to bed early, have a like seven, eight hour sleep and then wake up feeling good. And so I crave that feeling. And because of that, it's helped me in my habits of shutting down my phone and just trying to get to bed earlier. So again, control the things that I can control. I can control how much water I drink, right? I might not be able to control the scale and and when the weight's going to come off, but I can control how much water I drink. I can control, you know, the food that I'm deciding to put into my body. And sometimes it's great choices and sometimes it's not so great choices. And, you know, but again, those are all within my control. So I think sometimes what happens is we get stuck in this, I don't want to even say a victim mentality, but we get stuck in this idea of, well, it's just outside of our control. You know, my mortgage has gone up or my mortgage has doubled in the last year because I'm on a variable rate. 
you know, for some people they can look at that and say, wow, like that's really crappy. And other people can say, okay, well, we've got to tighten up in other areas or we've got to look at different ways that we can manage this, you know, and just really looking at through it fresh from fresh eyes of things that you can control, I think is really important. So I really think looking at all the things that you feel might be contributing to this change being hard and looking at what aspects of that can I control. So that's my tip number one. Tip number two is having a system. So of course, I'm going to come to you with systems because the system isn't the magic cure. It's not the magic pill, but it will really set you free. And I can't tell you how many times I'm doing update updated plans for clients and they go, oh yeah, I forgot that we put that in the plan. Yeah, that would have been helpful if I followed that. (laughs) It's like little things, right? And then it's working backwards to are you having the date nights? Are you, you know, making this a priority? When was the last time you looked at your bank bank balances? What, you know, all the different things. Are you utilizing your bank accounts correctly? Uh, are you sticking to your spending amounts that we had set for you? All those different things. Um, and it's not going to change overnight, but having a system to refer back to when things kind of feel like they're going off track and just having that reset. You know, I think we're so good, especially if you're a parent listening to this, I think we're so good at, at having systems in place for our kids. You know, we have them when they wake up in the morning, they eat breakfast. You know, a lot of our kids are, you know, hangry when they wake up. It's like they can't even function until they have a bite of food, right? Which is, of course, right? It makes sense. So, you know, breakfast, then you get them changed, then you make sure they brush your hair and brush their teeth and you get them out of the door at a certain time. And so we can be really regimented with that. We can think about, well, what are they going to wear for school? Is their favorite sweater washed? Is what are they having for lunch? Like I find that I'm really, really good at managing my kids' systems, but when it comes to me, it kind of falls away. So even little things like every Sunday, I would do something that my coach, Heather, had shared with me, which is energetic time management. And if you haven't checked that out, please go and see her and get that system. It's so great. But essentially on Sundays, I would just plan out my week and I really got away from that. Again, control what you can control. And for me, that systematic approach to every day at this time, I would sit down and look at my week ahead. It really did help and it really helped manage my spending. It helped manage so many different things. And so I know for my clients, having a cash flow system has really, really helped them. Of course, you then need to implement the systems in place so that you actually use the plan that you've received. So that's kind of step two. And that's really where I spend a lot of my time with clients is making sure that we're able to implement exactly what we've laid out to do. Because if I've noticed anything from the last three months, having a routine has been so, so beneficial. Having that system of meal prepping at a certain time drinking my water, having an alarm for my water to go off because I'll just forget. And it's until it's ingrained and until it's a habit, I need that system to help support me. So having that system will honestly, it will really, really set you free. And then the third tip in navigating change is just be curious. So when things aren't maybe going the way that you want them to, it's like lean into why. Why? Um, I know for me and my snacking, this has been a big, a big area for me is figuring out, well, why am I feeling hungry at nine o'clock at night? 
Like, am I actually hungry? And just getting curious. I think in the past I would have tried to find a healthy option for a nine o'clock at night snack, you know? And now it's, I've really switched it to think, uh, to start leaning in to say, well, why am I hungry? Did I not eat enough? Did I eat something salty? Am I actually really just thirsty? You know, what, what's going on that I feel hungry right now in this moment? And so it's really trying to get to that root cause. And I think being curious and leaning into certain things has really been beneficial for me. And when I look at financially, being curious about things that I haven't been enjoying in our finances and really getting curious, well, why? Well, you know, I don't have the emergency fund that I once had. Right. And so that's making me feel a little uncomfortable. Okay. So when I feel uncomfortable about not having an emergency fund, what does, what's the result of that? And just getting curious and asking those questions. I have some clients that aren't sticking to their plan and, and they're, you know, overspending in certain areas. It's like, again, get curious. Why? What's going on? And I think it's really surrounding yourself with people that are a couple steps ahead of you. That has been a big game changer for me in the last few months is really eating some humble pie, I guess we'll say, and just really being curious and being a student again in so many different areas, finances and my health in so many different areas in parenting and relationships and just really getting curious and take trying to, as much as you can, um, take my ego out of it. So those are my tips for you when you're navigating change, whether it be a job change, a family change, regardless of what it is. Um, I think change can really disrupt a lot of different areas. So I think by controlling what you can, controlling what you can control by having a system and by just being curious and leaning in, I think that is really the key to success in navigating that change. So I'd love to hear from you what you think. Um, have you gone through a period of change? Are you navigating it? I would just love to hear what, what you think of this episode. You can always take a screenshot, throw it up in your stories and tag me at Heidi Lamore. I'd love to hear from you. We'll see you next time on the next episode of the Ditch the Budget Podcast. Bye everyone.